by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. As always, the show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're interested in learning more about uh, P4P supplements or the drug-free lifestyle, check them out at www.p4pmuscle.com. And as always, if you see anything on there that you would like to purchase, you can always message me um, with questions. And my code is Melinda, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, for 15% off. Talk about craziness. I had some technical difficulties getting on the show. The website wasn't loading. Nothing was working. I usually do this great 10-minute briefing with people before I bring them on so we can talk about how the show's going to go. Didn't have time to do that today. We just got on with 30 seconds to spare. So uh, we're winging this one, but but not really, because today I have on uh, Crystal Woods. She's a mother of two. She works full time, and she's also a uh, bikini competitor and a pro figure competitor. Um, and she recently put up a YouTube video that she had done, um, and I was very intrigued by it because it brought up a lot of great points, I thought, and a lot of questions that I had as well, and it seemed to spark a lot of chatter uh, within the natural bodybuilding world. And that is regarding the bikini figure divide. Uh, So I wanted to bring her on and and really talk about what she was discussing in that YouTube video and just have an open discussion about um, concerns, thoughts, feelings about what's going on. And before we get to that, I am going to have Crystal just give a quick introduction of herself. So Crystal, anything you want to tell the listeners about you? No, you uh, you pretty much hit it. Um, I'm a pro figure competitor. I recently went uh, pro bikini as well in the NGA. Um, I um, mother of two. I work full time. Um, I teach posing. I stay pretty busy. I, I have noticed that, and I I knew you went pro in bikini too. See, that's what I get for having these technical difficulties and not chatting with you before to make sure I get all the information. But um, I am excited to have you on, and I want to just dive right into kind of what you were talking about on that YouTube video that you posted. It's a question that I know that I had posed and I know you had posed a while back regarding natural bodybuilding. Um, What judges in, in different shows are looking for regarding amateur bikini, pro bikini, amateur figure, pro figure, and, and what is going on. So for people listening in that have not seen that YouTube video that you posted, uh, why don't you kind of give us a quick synopsis of, of what you were talking about? Well, what pretty much prompted that, that particular video um, was an OCB show that I had done. Um, I recently did too. I won my class. I lost the overall. And I felt as though I lost the overall to 
competitors that looked fabulous but that didn't represent what I believe bikini to be in a natural bodybuilding competition, um, but more what would represent Hawaiian tropics. Um, okay. There's also been um, question and controversy over figure, which is why I went to bikini. And that frustration just culminated, and I ended up doing the video. And, you know, I, I fancy myself a figure competitor. I love figure. Um, it's very regal, and, and I just I enjoy it very much. I never thought I would do bikini, although I've enjoyed it very much, I have to say. Um, but the look in the current figure for natural bodybuilding uh, rivals that of NPC, which we all know is not natural. And if that's our current figure criteria, then bodybuilding and physique, there's no competitors for that because the natural body can only get so big. And if our current figure competitors are already exceeding that, they're, you know, they could do physique, some of them could do bodybuilding, then those last classes are just going to go to the wayside and we're only going to have figure and bikini. Then I recently noticed bikini, while figure has gone to the extreme side of very hard and large, bikini seems to be going backwards the other direction of getting softer and less muscle. Um, so for someone like me who seems to be at the high end of bikini and the low end of figure, we find ourselves not really with a place to compete. Um, I would like to see figure be what it was meant to be, what it was created for, which was to allow people more, you know, more people to compete. Um, originally, you had bodybuilding. You know, you bring in bikini, you bring in figure, you bring in physique. Now everybody has a place, but that criteria has to be held to a standard. Um, otherwise, nobody has a place to compete. Um, and I, I don't know. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I I have to say I I agree with legitimately everything that you just said, and I feel like I am in a very similar uh, boat to what you are. And now you've been competing recently. I haven't. Um, I was, and I always considered myself a bikini competitor. I like bikini. I love being on stage doing bikini competitions. I personally don't like figure just because I I can't have as much fun with the posing and it's just not as fun for me personally. I like the category itself. I just feel that for me, if I'm going to spend all the time and money and, and hard work to get on stage, I want to have a lot of fun when I'm up there. So for me, Absolutely. that's bikini. And um, I competed in bikini, and I, I did well, I believe, and I had a lot of fun with it. And I came into um, a show, and I won my first pro show in bikini, which was great. Um, and even then, I, all the girls are great. So anything I say right now, it's not a knock on a specific competitor. It's not a knock on a specific organization. It's just an open discussion of um, kind of what's going on as a whole. So I am not, if anyone's competed against me or I'm competing against you, I am not by any means downplaying your hard work or your physique because everyone looks fantastic. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, but I, I placed first in my first pro show, and then my second pro show was a week later. 
we all know that within a week's time, your physique is not going to change that drastically. Um, I got on stage against, I would say it was about 90% of the same exact girls that I went on stage with the week before, and all of a sudden I placed fourth. And the girls that placed above me all placed in the last show. So it was basically the same top five girls. We were just rearranged differently. But I went from first place to fourth place. And my posing was, I actually felt I looked the best at that show. And my feedback was that I came in too lean and too hard. Um, And I was confused by that because I had just placed first the week before with relatively the same body. Um, and right. my feedback was go figure. And I actually did compete in amateur figure that show as well. And I won my figure pro show, figure pro card in that show as well. So I said, okay, maybe it's a sign. Maybe that's my sign that I'm just moving in that direction. And I went in that direction and I competed in pro figure and I will be honest. I don't, I don't disagree with the judges placing of me. I don't think I should have placed top five looking at the competitors that I was in a lineup with. Um, But then that begs the question of some of the girls that I was in the lineup with were pro bodybuilders and pro physique. Exactly. So, so, and, and my coach's concern was again, not knocking anyone's physique because these girls looked phenomenal. And I can say truly, I think I need a little more work before I stepped on the pro figure stage, but I felt like I was more of a pro figure body of what I thought it was supposed to be. And then I got on stage and I'm like, oh, my God, these girls are blowing me out of the water. But as you said, they're pro right. physique and pro bodybuilders. So I, and I know, and you're a judge, so I, I have not judged, and you have judged shows. So what are you told as a judge, like coming from that other side of what you're supposed to be looking for in that figure in bikini division? It depends on what organization that you're judging for. Um, Some look for um, more of a harder look, while others don't. Um, Of course, you're looking for symmetry no matter what class it is. You're looking for, you know, in figure and bikini, you're still looking for poise and presentation and personality. Um, But, again, it depends uh, depends on the organization. you know, you were qualifying that, you know, you're not trying to knock anybody. And I tend to do that a lot because whenever you have an issue with something and you, you know, use someone as an example, people think that you're hating. And it's not hating. It's you need a representation. And if this person has been used as the example of what the standard is, well, then that's what you have to go by. Um, The problem with, Everybody does look phenomenal. It's not a matter of whether they look awful or they're beautiful or they're not beautiful. It's a matter of criteria. Um, If you look at pro figure a decade or less ago, the world champion would be lucky or able to do bikini at this point in time. Um, now, is that because people were less muscular then? I doubt that very seriously. People were working just as hard in the gym then as they are now. Um, I think those muscular people were still competing. I think the criteria was handled a little bit differently, though. So I think maybe when these classes were first developed for the purposes of 
uh, two reasons. One, bringing more competitors into the lifestyle, um, and two, to, let's face it, make more money. Um, I think the criteria was, was followed a little bit more because it was all new. And now the lines are just getting a little bit blurred. And, you know, who doesn't enjoy looking at a very muscular physique? I think what happens is we get these figure girls on stage and, you know, somebody stands, you know, shoulders above the rest as far as muscularity and conditioning and and what have you. And I think a lot of judges forget what class they're judging and they're just in awe of that physique and they automatically place that person in first and then work everybody else around her. Um, anybody that could step on an NPC stage and easily take the top NPC pro figure girls is not a natural pro figure girl. She would be more physique or bodybuilding. Um, and in bikini, you have to have muscle. My viewpoint personally in bikini is you should still have cap shoulders. You should still have definition in your abs. You should still have nice legs. And nothing, absolutely nothing, should jiggle. It's bodybuilding. Um, first and foremost, it is a muscle show. Um, the other thing is when judging, I believe that there should be a hierarchy in the judging, or in the scoring, rather. So conditioning, I'm a conditioning judge, Um I do fancy conditioning over everything else. But at the end of the day, it's not conditioning that wins. It's not size that wins. It is the total overall package. And, again, that's another point that I think is missed, is the total overall package isn't being looked at. Um, I think muscle is being looked at. Um, conditioning, I think, should be first in the hierarchy, and and then you know your symmetry. Things that the competitor can't control is structure. That's not that's not their fault. So I would say conditioning, and then structure, and then your poise and your presentation. Um, and I I feel that should be the hierarchy of scoring. And bikini again, cap shoulders. Good conditioning without being over-conditioned. Um, definitely definition, though. I want to see definition in a bikini competitor. I want to see hammy glute tie-in. I don't want to see a soft backside. And I do want to see muscle in the back. I, you know, it, she needs to look like she lifted, not that she just walked off the beach and got on stage. Um, uh, and then as far uh, as amateur uh-uh. to pro, if you're an amateur competitor and you've got a girl, let's say you've got five girls in the class, okay? If you clearly have a competitor in an amateur class that could step on a pro stage, that's what you're looking for. That's what you hope to get in a lineup is, you know, really good competitors that, that could get on that pro stage. And then that, there's your clear winner right there. Um, a lot of times we get a mixed bag of, of competitors that are in different stages of their journey. Um, some have just gotten into lifting. They, it's their first prep. Maybe they're not conditioned that great. Um, but I don't think that the, the look, what you're looking for, should change from amateur to figure, or excuse me, um, amateur to pro. 
I think from the amateur stage to the pro stage, you're still looking for the same thing. You just don't always get it on that amateur stage. But I think that recently, and because I may not be stepping on stage, but I still follow all the shows and people that I'm friends with on Facebook, and I still follow everything very closely because it's something that's interesting to me, and I and I like to follow people's success and. I've been noticing recently that I feel like there has been a divide between amateur and pro. I feel like even when I was competing towards the end, I noticed there are a lot of girls in the amateur classes that I looked at and I was totally in agreement with how the judges placed their class. I was like, absolutely, she should have won, or that was your top five. Like I could go out there and just from a spectator standpoint, yes that is that that was a great lineup yes those were the top five yes I totally agree with those choices that's what a bikini class should look like and I'm with you on the bikini side it's not as my husband would say it's not a wet t-shirt contest it's a bodybuilding show nothing should jiggle nothing should okay and I'm totally in agreement with you that but then you get that in the amateur and then I feel like and I hesitate saying this um because it might stir up some some shit here but when you get to the pro side, I feel like the judging has not been the same. So I'm in agreement with a lot of the amateur class placings, but then I'm getting to pro bikini, and I'm I'm looking at the top five of some of the natural organizations, and I'm going, what's going on? Like the amateur, some of the amateur girls, I'm saying, could blow it out of the water. And right, I feel like then you're getting to – they're harder in there, and and that's just me. Again, I'm I'm a more yeah, of a muscular yeah. physique, so maybe my taste in a bikini girl would be someone that's naturally more muscular, just because that's how I am. I don't know. They're all beautiful. They're all great. It's all hard work. But then, if you get on the pro stage and you're judged, and people that are softer are winning or placing top five over girls that are a little more conditioned. I'm wondering what's happening, and I'm confused no, looking I, at it. I and agree with that. Yeah, uh, I agree. And it, I'm seeing the same thing. Or um, you'll see the and, top five yeah. is the winner's hard, second place is uh, she's somewhere in between hard and soft, and then third place will be completely soft, and then fourth right. place will be hard again. Uh, that's extremely confusing, yes. Um, it is. I did a show one year. I, I won't say which organization. Um, I'm waiting until uh, the end of my season, and I'm making an eight-part video series, um, which will, from my perspective as a competitor and my opinion, strictly my opinion, um, I'm going to do a video for each show that I'm uh, that I competed in this year. So that'll be actually, it's not going to be an eight-part. It'll be nine videos. Um, each show will get their own. Um, so I'll, you know, disclose organizations then. But I did compete in a show where the top five, um, and this was a large show, the top five, it was all over the place. It was hard, soft, hard, soft. And looking at the top five, I was extremely confused. And that just leaves people with more questions than answers, and it turns them off to competition entirely. And the goal is to get natural bodybuilding at the forefront of the sport and get more people interested in our lifestyle and the health benefits and to get, you know, um, bigger 
um, sponsorships for athletes and more promotion from big companies that will back us and promote our sport. Absolutely. Um, The other thing that you mentioned before um, that I didn't touch on was a figure competitor kind of outshining, like her physique just is so phenomenal that judges are looking at her like, oh, my God, there's no way we can't put her in first. Um, I felt like I, I was on stage. I have been on stage with one or two people specifically that I can think of that fit that. And I even looked at them like, oh, my God, like, I, I wish I looked like that. Like, that's phenomenal hard work. Um, right. The, the problem is that if the, if the bar is being set there, then there's, like, as you said, the, the physique and the pro bodybuilding are, if they can come down in place first in figure shows, then the girl that's a true, just a figure competitor is kind of at a loss for where she should be competing. Because if the goal is for your physique to be, okay, you reach that pro bodybuilder level or amateur bodybuilder level, then you can compete pro figure and just smoke the competition. But it's hard because as a judge, when you're looking at that, and again, I'm not a judge, but if if you're looking at that, what do you do? Do you not, you can't reward that person's, phenomenal physique because they don't fit in that class. So I, I can see how that can be a tough it's tough because you want to reward their amazing their amazing presentation. If they have it all, you're like, how could how could I not how could I not place this person in the top five? They look so amazing. Maybe that would then push them to compete in the right. correct category. But I, I understand the the issue or the I can't think of the right word right now. Um, well, a, a lot of judges, I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, okay, so when I did my two OCB overalls, I got told that I lost the overall because I was basically too muscular, you know, okay, so that's a compliment, what a horrible thing to be told, but at right. the same time, they're like, they said to me, have you ever thought of doing figure? Well, then I chuckle because, well, I'm a figure pro, so obviously, yes. But the whole reason I'm doing bikini is because I'm obviously not, um, it, it, you know, for the criteria that we're currently using, I'm not the standard for figure. I'm at the low end of pro figure, so I have to go back in order to be competitive at this juncture. Um, so they were willing to knock me back. But I think what happens is a lot of judges, and again, it's, you know, it's not supposed to matter, but it does matter what judging panel you get because no matter how well we do fix criteria and standards, there is going to be a certain amount of sub, um, subjectivity in the sport. There's nothing that can be done about that. But we can limit how much of it there is. I think we can definitely do a better job than what we are. Um, but they were willing to knock me back. So now at the next level for pro figure, I think as beautiful as that very muscular physique is, the judges need to be willing to knock her back, whether it's out of the top five or at the bottom of the top five. You have to knock her back so that you're not telling her you're perfect for this class. Um, And the other thing that, that I have is, if you're 
constantly winning shows, pro figure shows. And nobody can beat you. At that point, you've done all you can in that class. But you have no competition. Where's the fun in that? Now it's time to move on, to have some competition, to challenge yourself. Um, I have spoke to, um, you know, past champion competitors that, you know, they're retired. And their answer to me was because they did all they could in the sport. So if you've done all you can in that class, it's time to move on. Or at least that's my thinking. Right. Um, Another point that I want to bring up, and again, a touchy subject, um, and and I also want to point out one more time to people listening in, when we say she or he or this person, it's literally, it's almost figuratively, it's, it's happening all over. It's not one organization. There are multiple organizations, and it's not one specific person. It's it's an overall generalization of what's going on. So I don't want anyone listening in to feel pinpointed. Oh, they may be talking about me. No, it's it's not pinpointed at all. It's, it's this is a general conversation. As and and I think it brings up a lot of good points. Whether people listening in are, are really pissed off. Oh my God, I hate these two. What are they talking about? Or they're bringing up good points. I think the word needs to get out. And, and what I also want to bring up is, is what is your feeling about politics that are going, politics are going to happen everywhere. They're going to happen in NPC. They're going to happen in WMBF, OCB, you know, NGA, anywhere you go there, there could possibly be politics involved, but do you feel that, that it is present or have you, if you had a situation that you felt like someone knew someone or, or there's just a little bit more going on behind the scenes? Absolutely. Um, this season in particular, I was blatantly told about politics. Um, you're correct. It doesn't matter what you do in life, where you go in life. There is politics. You can't get around it. You can't avoid it. You just, you, you do, to a certain point, you have to accept it. Um, I believe there are, when you have a judging panel that's heavy in one type of judge, let's say you have bodybuilding judges um, and the panel's top-heavy in bodybuilding judges. Well, there's politics there because the look they like is bodybuilding and there's the subjectivity. Their eye is automatically going to go with whoever's most muscular on stage. That's politics. Um, I was told this year that I lost a show and I was flat-out told by a judge that I lost because the competitor was the promoter's client. They um, told you that. I talked flat out, told me to my face. Wow. Um, I had another judge email me and basically say, um, you're perfect for bikini. I don't know what the judging panel was thinking. And threw the whole panel under the bus. Um, I, I honestly, I have chuckled at some of the, the feedback that I've gotten. Um, I had another judge tell me that they placed me in first for the overall and, um, 
actually didn't. And when I went to the promoter to try to straighten it out, because after hearing this, well, then I had the majority of the votes, it seems that the judge didn't want to hurt my feelings and misspoke to me. Uh, um, so I, I've had an interesting season. It's been very eye-opening, um, very educational. I love this sport. I'll continue to to compete in this sport. I think even though it has its moments where it brings out um, some negativity, I think more than not it brings out a, a ton of positive um, effects that echo throughout every aspect of your life. So I'll continue to do it and try to help improve the sport in any way that I can. But politics is definitely out there. Um, There's not a whole ton that you can do about it. Um, As a competitor, I, making that YouTube video, I took a big chance on getting blackballed from whatever show I compete in, getting scored down simply because I opened my mouth. Um, Talking to you here, same thing. I take a chance on being scored down. I don't care. Um, If I'm on stage and I am the better physique on stage, if I bring the best package to stage and I lose, people will be able to see that. I don't need to win in order to know my worth or where I should have placed. And I have no problem losing either if I know that I, um, you know, didn't deserve to win. Um, My first year, my second year, pardon me, competing, um, I went pro in figure and I pro debuted at the WNBF World. And Nigeria McGill won. You want to talk about an amazing figure. Um, She absolutely deserved to win. I placed fourth in that show and I was, happy as hell to have done so and um taking forth to her was you know that that was nothing to laugh at she's a beautiful woman she deserved to win so you know when people complain about criteria and politics and this and that and the other thing it's not because they're hating on anybody necessarily it's we just you know we spend a lot of money we put our blood sweat and tears into this sport and we do make sacrifices granted they're you know, self-induced, it's by choice, but um, we we put a lot into it, and people are making money off of it. It is a business, and uh, we just want to be treated fairly and judged fairly, and we really want people to put as much effort into it as we do as competitors. So that's, you know, really what my video was about, was just trying to get a standard that we can all live by and focus on and work towards because if I know what the standard is, well, then when I'm in the gym, I can work towards that standard. Right. I I have to be honest right now. There's very few times (laughs) that someone has, has made multiple statements throughout being either on the show or just in general over Facebook that I've agreed with every single point. Sometimes I have differing views. I keep it to myself. Everything that you just said, I 100% agree with everything you've said so far. I am 100% on board with, um, and I'm I'm happy that you're willing to come on and and be honest and open about your opinions because it, it shouldn't matter on stage, and um, you should be judged 
based on how you are on stage and your physique and your overall package that you present on stage rather than any opinions you may have. I feel that um, I was in a show. Um, again, no organizations mentioned, no timeline mentioned. I was sitting in a meeting, and uh, it was the before meeting. It was a very big show. And I overheard a couple people talking, and the statement was made to a group of competitors that were in the pro bikini class, don't worry about it. This time, things will be fair. Things will be judged fairly this time. You guys will place. And I thought that was strange. I didn't really appreciate it because those were direct people that I was competing against. Um, And come to find out that show happened to be one of the shows that I did not place where I think I should have. Um, and the one of the judges on the panel was very close friends with one of the trainers that happened to have trained multiple girls that had beaten me out in that show. So oh. it's, it's one of those things where, again, and the girls looked phenomenal, and it is not against the girls whatsoever – and no names mentioned, and I took my placing, and it is totally fine. But the issue is I worked my ass off to get where I was, and if I truly placed where I did, totally fine. But I want to know, did I really place where I was? Or did I place where I was because people wanted their clients to place higher? in win money right. or, or whatever well, their now, reason may have been. So that, that, that's an issue for me. And, again, it happens everywhere. It's not it's, – it's literally across the board. I don't think there's a show that you can go to or an organization that you can go to that there's not going to be some sort of politics involved. So please don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm going to escape to this organization. There's no politics. No, there's going to be politics. It's everywhere. But – it's frustrating as a competitor that spends time and money and it's frustrating for trainers as well that want to take their clients somewhere and, and shit can just go off the right. And you're just like, what is going on right now? It's frustrating. Absolutely. And that trainer, you know, it's one thing for that, that coach to say, you know, it'll be judged fairly. That's fine. But to turn around and say, you'll place, well, how do you promise that? You can't promise right. that. That's not even a good you know, pep talk, go team. You don't tell somebody you're going to place because you have no clue. So unless you've got the inside track and, you know, there's some shady shit going on, you don't know what what your competitors are going to do. Um, I'm it, also, right, and that, you know, that conversation, first of all, that conversation in, again, no names mentioned, that could have just been that coach's way of pumping up her girl. That also could have been the coach's way of saying, don't worry about it. I have you covered this show. I know who, right. who, who on the judges panel. Now, again, it could have been completely innocent in her way of motivating her team, which, again, I believe is wrong, but that's I'm not a coach. But it right. could have been either way. But coming from the outside looking in as a direct competitor of those clients, that doesn't oh, look, look horrible. good. Anyway, it doesn't look good regardless, and no. then all of a sudden I place lower, and it's like maybe that had nothing to do with it, but did it? You, you know what I mean? It's just, right. It was just a lot of a lot of shady stuff in, in general. Exactly. Another problem I think is judges' feedback. Um, 
it is my personal opinion as a competitor and as a judge, feedback is extremely important. A judge can't tell you a judge can't tell you how to train. They can tell you what you were lacking in a class that you did um, as to let you know what they were looking for for that class. I find that feedback is um, it's part of the job um, for judging. And I believe judges should give feedback. I take very um, detailed notes that I bring home with me that I keep um, and I, I have lengthy conversations with competitors, letting them know what I thought. I love when they come to the table at the end of the show and they bombard us and you can give them face-to-face feedback because they can see your energy and your excitement about their performance. Um, and, it's you know, it's more fresh in your mind. Um, some organizations don't believe in feedback, agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, Again, judges, they, they can't tell you what to do, but they can tell you what you were lacking, what they saw missing. Um, I think a lot of judges, when they have um, either didn't take good notes or they really have no explanation for why they scored you the way they did because they really don't know what the hell they're doing, they give you BS feedback, like um, your tan was off and that's the only thing they say. Or they say, oh, the color of your suit wasn't flattering. Are you kidding me? Really? The color of my suit. This is a physique show, not a fashion show. And while my suit does complement my package, we're all the same tan color. So one color is not going to look bad on one girl and good on another. And I've seen, um, I've had a client actually where she was told the color of her suit was um, definitely a negative for her, yet the girl who won her class was wearing the same color suit. Come on, that's just bad feedback. Um, and I think that would go a long way to giving judges a little more validity in their judging as well. So I think that's another problem right. that we have. Not quality judging. Or judges that are so, you know, maybe they've been in the business too long. Maybe they're just, you know, they're like teachers that have been at it too long. They just, they're not really that interested anymore, but they're still doing it. So right. I think we need qualified judges. I think we need new blood that's trained um, and people that really, really care. There's definitely been some people on judging panels when I've been in a show that I will contact directly and I'll only contact them directly because I know that I'm going to get honest feedback from them. Um, and and I will just contact them via Facebook and I'll say, hey, you are a judge. Even if I placed first. I, I placed first in my, in my first pro show for bikini and I still approach certain people on the judging panel because, again, I – and I know there was – in that show there was even – a mix of I didn't win first by a landslide. It was a tight between the top five of us. It was very tight, and and I wanted to. I know I was I was competing a week later, so I contacted certain people on the judging panel that I felt that would give me honest feedback about what I could improve on or why they scored me the way they did. And I got feedback from those specific people, but that was because I was friends with them on Facebook. 
Right. Um, there are there's definitely been an issue with me getting feedback from certain organizations. I'm hell, I'm still waiting on feedback from I think three years ago when I competed, when I put in for feedback, um, when I was, oh, wow. uh, you know, competing in amateur. And, and you know, we put a lot of money and time and hard work and just uh, emotional changes and in, in everything Absolutely. that goes into competing. And I feel like, it, and let's be honest, it's freaking expensive. Like oh, anyone yeah. listening in that doesn't that doesn't compete, it's a lot of even if you have sponsorships, you know, I have the suit sponsorship the same as Crystal does and, and it helps. Things help. And I truly appreciate the people and the organizations and the companies that have come forward and helped me out. Regardless of them, it's still expensive. It's a lot of money out the window. And if you do Absolutely. it because you love it. You do it because you love yep. it, and and I truly believe. And again, natural. And we're saying a lot of things that maybe may seem a negative. And I apologize because I'm sick, so I'm super stuffy. I'm not crying over here, but um, <laughs> you know, some of the things we've said may seem like a negative. It's really not. It's something. It's it's two people and a lot of other people that have concerns about the way things are going and it's something that, you know, we're both passionate about and we like, and I, I may not be competing right now, but um, natural bodybuilding and competing in the WMBF and the OCB has gotten me where I am now. I've made amazing contacts, friends. I appreciate promoters and judges and fellow competitors. This is not a negative. This is a positive. This is, a way to air out some concerns that we're having as well as a whole lot of other people and coaches are having. And, yeah. you know, we want to see natural bodybuilding succeed. I, I want to see it go far. I love natural. It has gotten me exposure and, and places and contacts that I never would have had if I, if I didn't start. So I appreciate where it is, where it has gotten me today. Um, but I find it important to air out issues as well. And I just, it just, your video sparks a lot within me because I haven't been competing, but I've been looking at it from afar. And I'm thinking like, I want to get back into it eventually, maybe not now. I'm thinking two, three, four years down the line, but I'm thinking for myself and my physique, where do I want to go with this? What do I want to shoot for? And, and I'm like, I don't freaking know. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to bikini. There's a lot of competitors um, that whisper backstage and in private chat rooms on Facebook and private phone calls and emails, and everybody is chattering. Um, It's just that everybody's afraid to speak Mm -hmm up because they don't yes. want to be <clears throat> Yeah. And nothing, anything worth doing, anything worth having is worth making it great. And just because we have lots of organizations and we have multiple organization heads and some aspects, each organization is on a different page, but for the most part, I think in the broad strokes, they are on the same page. And I don't see why conversation 
can't be had to make it better. That's how you make things better is you iron out the kinks. And let's face it, without the competitor, there is no organization, period. So honestly, I, to, to get things to change, competitors really are going to have to stand up. Um, certain people can, can be the, the head of the sphere and take the hit for everybody, but everybody has to be willing to stand up and back somebody. Um, I'm willing to stand up. You're willing to stand up and have the hard conversations. And, again, like you said, it's not a negative. We're not coming down on anybody. We're just saying, hey, we're in the trenches. We are the active competitors, and this is the problem that we see. And a lot of the organization heads are no longer active competitors. So as much as a lot of them may love the sport, they've lost a little bit in their retirement. They've lost a little bit of that heart and a little bit in translation, and they forget what it's like to be in the trenches. They also don't realize that when they competed was a different time and maybe your criteria when the organization was ran by somebody other than them, they forget that maybe things were a little bit clearer than they are now. They're not so clear anymore. Um, I've been competing for four years. And in my short four years, Lord knows I don't know everything. I have a lot more to learn. But in my four short years, I've seen the changes in physique. So if it's changed in just that, you know, short of a time, what's it going to be two years from now? Is it going to backslide again and go back to what it was? Um, or is it going to get even, you know, harder and bigger and I mean, I, I can't imagine it could get any leaner and bigger uh, for the females. I mean, my goodness. But I, I, I definitely, I don't see this as a negative. I definitely see it as a positive. Um, something's got to give. Something has got to give. Our natural bodybuilding is going to wither away. People are upset, and sooner or later, if they don't talk, they're just going to stop spending their money and competing. Well, the the other thing that I've seen in recently uh, in the past couple of years is that natural bodybuilding is losing. And I'm speaking from a female perspective. I'm not even including males in this. Um, has lost a lot of great competitors to NPC. Um, Absolutely, there is there there's a level that you can compete if you're just competing because you love it and you just love getting on stage, you want to go to the organization that's going to judge you the fairest based on the package you present. Um, in bikini, you can go pretty far naturally. Uh, there is a point where you're going to hit a roadblock where com- competing on a natural level is going to be a little bit tough. Uh, I would say the national level. But you can easily reach the national level in NPC with being completely natural. Um, right. So, so coming from that, I feel like, again, recently, and I have a few names in my head of people that I just admire as competitors in general, whether they be figure or bikini competitors, that have gone NPC um, and that have done well. And and they're probably going to stay there. <laughs> um, they may come back natural. They may not. I believe they're still natural competitors regardless, but... 
what's happening is that if if natural bodybuilding um, again, coming from the bikini figure side of it is is continually being judged the way it is in certain shows, these phenomenal competitors are going to start shifting. And I've definitely seen a shift of people saying, screw it, screw this, I'm going the other direction. Whether I, I'm going to stay natural, but I'm going the other direction. And then they've gone and done well. And, and they're not going to come back. And I don't want that to happen. I mean... I want those people to be happy, but I don't want that to happen. I don't want this continual shift towards NPC. I want people to stay with natural bodybuilding, but we can't keep awarding, you know, figure physiques that look like bodybuilders and bikini physiques Correct. that look like they came off a, a beach body competition. It's got to be, I mean, we have to have some sort of a structure. Uh, and again, I'm not a judge and people may think I'm speaking out of turn, but it's just from what I'm seeing from the outside looking in. No, I absolutely 100% agree with that. There are a lot of competitors, um, some that can do well in NPC naturally and some that can't, but they're so sick of the drama and the crap that they're like, screw it, I'm going to go to NPC. And what's funny about that is the NPC shows are massive. They're there all day. The fees are astronomical, and people are yep. still doing it. You're getting two seconds on stage. But oddly enough, the criteria in NPC, like it or not, it's pretty consistent, and that's why people are doing it despite all of the negatives, like the large shows and not really getting looked at and the expensive fees. They're still doing it. I know some people that I can think of right now that they won't do well in NPC, but they want to give it a go anyway. They want to see what it's all about. Um, I personally don't want to see this happen because I'm natural. I've never taken anything. I'll never take anything. I quit smoking four years ago. Why would I put that crap in my body? Um I won't support NPC one iota. I won't give them my money to go see their show, let alone step on their stage. And, um, you know, that, that basically says I'm okay with an organization that knows most of their competitors are using, and I'm just going to turn a blind eye to it. So I, I won't support them in any manner. Um, I try to deter everybody from going there, but they are. And it's because of the BS in the natural bodybuilding world. Um, and we seem to be going in the direction of an NPC look for our figure. So, for, for our figure, know, but not for our bikini. Right. The bikini is backsliding right. and now going softer. But now why are they doing that? Is that in efforts to get more people in the seats, more entry fees, or, you know, um, I don't know. I recently was at a large show. And I looked at the top five pro bikini, and I was just shaking my head thinking, this is not pro bikini. This is Tropicana Girl. And I, I was just, you know, kind of like uh, dumbfounded. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't get what they're looking at. Um, bikini is one of, I think, the more subjective classes um, because, you, you, you know, everybody is phenomenal on stage 
um, it's just that's where that criteria comes in that you've got to have some muscle, you can't jiggle, you can't be, you know, you, you, you can't be fresh off the street or fresh off the beach. You have to have put in the work and done the diet. Bikini competitors do lift. A lot of people are under the impression they don't, and by God, they do. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> um, yes. But there are some bikini competitors that, you know, they're new to it, and they, they are, they're 18, and they are fresh off the beach. That's great. But that should not be our natural bodybuilding standard for bikini. That should be, um, I don't know, bikini model, if you will. Um, that, that, that shouldn't be what we're trying to aspire to. That, that I don't know, create another class for it then. If, if it's about money, if it's about entries, then create another class or, you know, something. But you can't downplay bikini. You you can't it can't be made to be a laughing stock. It it has to have some muscle in it. It's got to have you know some definition in it. And our figure girls need to come back a notch. And another problem that we have, I think, with our figure girls is there's a bad connotation with physique and the word bodybuilding for the female classes. The men, well, they're all trying to get to bodybuilding, right? Well, right. with the female classes, they're not. Um, it's, oh, my God, if I'm in bodybuilding, well, I'm manly. Or my boyfriend or my husband, he, he doesn't want me to do that class because he'll think, you know, I'm too muscular. Um, no, you've already got the muscle to do it. You don't have to get any bigger. You just need to go into that class and pose differently. That's it. But there's a bad taste in people's mouths about that particular word, bodybuilding. And they don't want to do it. Figure is just so much more feminine in everybody's mind. And I think that's what stops a lot of people from moving forward also is, you know, they don't want to be considered manly. Um, So another thing that, that maybe we need to, you know, get the idea of that to go away and people to realize you're still, you know, you're still a feminine little badass, but you just get to pose a little different. That's all. Exactly, exactly. And and for bikini, it's uh, as being someone that loves bikini and loves my fellow bikini girls, I don't want it to be considered. I hate when I hear people say bikini is not a whatever, bikini is a joke. You can just get on stage Right. I've even heard I've even heard judges say, and no names mentioned, and it's only been one specific time. Say, oh, bikini, you can pretty much just get on stage how you are if you're lean. If you if you you know that skinny long look, you can just get on stage. I don't want it to be viewed like that. I want it to be viewed as a it's a bodybuilding bikini class. It's not a beach bikini class. And as someone who did bikini and that loves bikini and totally doesn't want to compete in figure at all, no matter how muscular I am, I want to do bikini. And I want it to be viewed as a hardworking class within the natural bodybuilding society. I don't want it to be looked at as a joke. And some people don't and some people do. But I want it to be looked at as, wow, these girls put in just 
as much hard work as the physique division, but their bodies are just this way, so this class fits them versus, oh, they just felt like doing a show and they just got on stage, ate some salad and ran on a treadmill and look, they're up there and they look so hot. I don't want that to be the view of bikini. Now, there's some girls, again, like you mentioned, that may just be jumping into amateur bikini that prepped for two months and want to give it a shot to motivate them. I think that's right. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're talking pro (laughs) bikini here. The girls that are the pro, because let's face it, when you make someone a pro in their class, amateurs and coaches are all looking at those competitors saying, that's what the organization wants. That's what the judges want. Those are the girls. That's the physique they're looking for. So when you award someone a pro card, you want them to really embody what you're looking for in that pro bikini physique. And, and I've recently Absolutely. seen a couple of, a couple of shows and I got a hand to the judges, their picks for pro bikini winner, like the amateur bikini girls that won their pro cards, hands down was like, Oh my God, I totally agree. Like even seeing them beforehand, just seeing pictures, I was like, Oh, she's going to win her pro card. And she did, and it was like, I agree with that choice. That is exactly what pro bikini should look like. And then I look at the pro bikini class and the girls that place top five, and again, it's not knocking those specific girls because I know they all put in hard work. But it's saying, I don't understand. That girl just won her her pro card, and then I look at the the top ten girls, the, the girls that stepped on stage, and I'm like, how did they pick those top five out of those ten? Like, what was yeah. going – and, again, I wasn't there seeing their presentation, and that has a lot to do with it. So maybe a couple <laughs> girls had terrible posing, which, again, you know can ruin I oh, ruin a placing. So, again, I wasn't there, and I'm not saying that judges weren't doing their jobs. There could have been terrible posing, terrible X factors, whatever. But it's it's been pretty consistent over the past couple of years. Like, what are they looking at? What's going on here? Right. No, exactly, definitely. So uh, we are in our last minute of the show, but I want to. I, I really appreciate you coming on and speaking openly. And I apologize to everyone listening. And I sound awful. I've been sick all week, um, stuffy and, and and terrible. But I appreciate you coming on and and openly speaking about everything because you are still actively. You are still actively competing, and I appreciate you being willing to share your opinions regardless of what That's people listening pleasure. in. There's there's gonna be people that agree wholeheartedly and people that are like, wow, they're hating on it we're I'm not hating on anyone. I appreciate anyone that takes the time and effort to compete in the sport. I'm just concerned about where it's going. Um and not as a whole, just just in in general. So um some competitions I've agreed with, some I haven't. But as a whole, I just wanted to go in the right direction. I want to continue natural bodybuilding to go in a positive direction and to keep the competitors and the amazing competitors and amazing coaches that they have pushing their competitors into natural bodybuilding. I don't want them to jump ship and go NPC because they're frustrated. So I really appreciate you coming on and being honest. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and I hope, you know what, I think after you release this series that you're doing at the end of the year, I think we should do a follow-up on that because I think it's going to spark a lot, negative, positive, and in between. So 
Um, again, oh, I, I really you. appreciate your viewpoints. I appreciate everything. So thank you so much, and have an awesome weekend. Thank you, Melinda. Feel better, sweetie. Thank you. Bye.